Hello and welcome to the Best of Pittsburgh Business Podcast, where we break down uh, the small businesses in Pittsburgh that are making a big impact in our community. And today my guest is Rachel, uh, Rachel Waddell from Exposure by Rachel, Exposure Photography by Rachel. And um, Rachel, I just wanted to say, th- first of all, thank you for coming on. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. And Rachel, before we get started, uh, her social handle, her Instagram, if you want to check out some of her awesome photography, she does great work. I just, I was checking it out before we got on the show. It's Exposure by Rachel, E-X-P-O-S-U-R-E-B-Y-R-A-C-H-A-E-L. And Rachel, let's start off today by telling everybody who listens um, about what exactly you do, what is your, you know, what's your focus? What's your drive? And, and tell us just a bit about you and exposure. Uh, a lot of, um, a lot of my clients are really, there's a huge range. I work with a lot of children. I also, um, photograph families, but in the last couple of years, I've really shifted a focus to, um, also include working with products and small businesses. Um, I love working with adults that can follow directions, mm-hmm. um, but I also like the challenge of working with children as well. Mm-hmm. So I take pictures of a lot of different things. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, it recently, you know, who have who are some of the? I know you said you've just gotten into recently doing businesses, and we'll leave. You know, the family stuff kind of speaks for itself. But who are some of the businesses that you're working with? Give us an idea of of who um, who you and exposure could really help out uh, in the community. Sure. I um, one of my biggest clients right now. Her name is. Uh, I'm going to see if, see if I can say it right. Sure, S-U-H-R, Sure Jewelry Design. Mm-hmm. Um, she's based out of Michigan. Okay. And she sells a lot of her products on Etsy, but she makes medical ID bracelets. Oh, awesome. Um, and so I work with her a lot. I have a um, client named NMJ, mm-hmm. and that's her and her daughter's first initials together. And they sell a lot of bath and body products. Okay. Um, so I photograph a lot of things for their small businesses mm-hmm. and then they are. And so what's really cool is a lot of these clients that I've worked with aren't even local. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to work with more local yeah. clients, Sure. but they sell a lot of their products online. Okay. All right. Very cool. Very cool. You know, and I, you know, just a little background. Um, we're still early in the, in the podcast numbers for sure. this episode, but you know, I got into, to, I love, I love business. I love business building. And what got me into it, I come from a long line of entrepreneurs. Uh, my dad's one of seven and six of them are entrepreneurs. Oh, yeah. And my wife also owns her own business, which is uh, Piggy Boco. Um, and it is, it is, uh, it, it's little girls, bows, headbands, headwear, yeah. you know, all that stuff. Have you seen it? <laughs> I have actually. I think I saw it at, um, up in Washington at an event that I was photographing. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's that's her. And you know, so the small shop industry and, and Etsy has made a huge boom of the small shop industry, and people all want to you know shop local and shop from moms um, like yourself, right? Um, and so I think bringing together this little niche of small shop and and mom community businesses could be huge. Um, you know, tell me how do you, how do you connect with people uh, in their Etsy shops if they're not local, and and you know how can people you know get involved with with a photographer if they've never done that before? I know my wife breaking into it had a you know didn't know exactly how to go about it, and she actually ended up teaching herself. But if somebody wanted to work with you, you know what would they what would they do to be able to to reach out to a photographer to get the help they need? 
So I actually, I initially started working with small businesses through a Facebook group that I'm in called Let's Collab. Mm -hmm. And it's a group that connects small businesses with photographers. So it was a really good way to get into it and make those small connections. Um, there's also different things called fi like Fiverr. Mm -hmm. um, there's some other places that you can go on. Um, what was nice about the first one, the, the collaboration one though, is that it would allow you to do a trade. Mm -hmm. So like I would, if, if I were working with your wife, for example, um, we would trade a couple bows for a couple pictures mm -hmm. and it would work that way. And then if she wanted to purchase additional images, she could, mm -hmm. um, it was a good way for me to mm -hmm. force myself to photograph pictures of my kids mm -hmm. because often as a photographer, we don't focus on our own families. We focus on everybody else's. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's how I started with that. Now, anybody, I mean, like I said, I work with people all over. Um, they can reach out to me through email or on my website um, but I think an underrated tool is Instagram. Like if you're on Instagram and you're following photographers or other businesses, if you reach out to them and say, Hey, who do you work with? Who's your photographer? And they should be able to share with you who they work with as well mm -hmm. um, to try to make other connections that way too. Cool. cool. And whenever you create these relationships with these small shop owners, do they just send you their product in the mail? You photo you photograph mm -hmm. it and then you just send it. That's really cool. Right. So yeah. an exchange of value, um, it sounds, you know, super simple and, and I would, you know, definitely recommend, um, if you own a small shop, photography is everything. We just had Brock Hanna on the show, um, who's a, a local real estate agent. And he was talking about staging and the photography and how much value it brings to a home, right? Absolutely. And, and the same can be said for the products that people are trying to display, right? Not just, well, go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say in, in the market that we're in with so many people, I mean, I just spent an entire week at home mm -hmm. because we have COVID right now. And with things the way that they are, people need to be able to represent themselves well online because a lot of times you can't touch the object. You can't touch their products to purchase it. Mm -hmm. So you want to know what it actually looks like and what it looks like when somebody's holding it or when mm -hmm. somebody's actually using it, what it, it needs to be real. Yeah. You know, it helps to make that product feel tangible. You know? I definitely get it. You know, um, I myself am a brick and mortar business owner. We have a service, right? So we don't have something that you can hold unless you're bagging, buying a bag of our protein, right? Mm -hmm. But the, our actual service, which is health improvement, you can't hold that. So what people hold on to are the pictures mm -hmm. that they see online, right? Yeah. And so that is the value that whenever, even if so, if you're listening to this and you have a service business, right? Photography for your service-based business is huge as well to sell. The pictures are your product. Pictures are your product. So um, awesome, Rachel. So, you know, you talk about enjoying the challenge of doing multiple things, working with families, working with businesses. Um, and it, it's something that uh, is, is something that people may not agree with you with a little bit. It's a little bit different. You know, why, why don't you like having a niche? Why do, you know, other than just the challenge of it, you've heard, I mean, anybody who's listening to a business podcast, business improvement podcast has probably heard, uh, the riches are in the niches, right? And mm -hmm. why for, um, for exposure, uh, the rich is not in the niches. <laughs> so honestly, so I've worked a lot of jobs. Um, most of the jobs that I've been at, I've been out for about two years and then I get itching. Like I have to go somewhere else. And I think it stems um, from my dad being in, in the military and growing up, we lived a lot of different places mm -hmm. until we finally settled and we all got itchy. Like what's next, you know? Mm -hmm. And so for me, I feel like not having a niche helps 
to keep me interested and keep me learning and doing new things. Mm -hmm. And I don't get stuck. Like I, I don't do the same pose with the same person mm -hmm. every time I see them. I want to do something different. I want to try adding, you know, something to a picture that I hadn't thought of before or, and so this gives me a way to stay connected mm -hmm. yeah. and not get bored. Very cool. Very cool. And for the listeners listening, um, Rachel is offering two specials uh, for listeners of this podcast and our distribution list. She's going to give us four headshots for $100, uh, which I believe is a pretty steep discount, and 20% um, and off your first business content marketing shoot. Can you talk about those a little bit? Yeah. Um, so the headshots, typically, we would meet at a location, I'll photograph, you'll get an album, a digital album to select from, and then um, you pick... For if you sure. pick additional images, they're available for purchase. Yeah. Um, and then as far as the digital marketing content, it's it would be catered to what you would need. So let's say if I were working with you, mm -hmm. um, maybe we would be taking some pictures of you working with some of your clients and showing some of your products. And if you know if if it allowed for it, before and after pictures, or just not even after because you're always working, right? Right. Right. Um, just things that you can use. Um, the regular price for most of my um, promotional images, like if you're going to use it for your business, they're $25 per image. So mm -hmm. it would be 20% off of that. And it, I don't set a limit. You pick however much you need. Mm -hmm. Um, and we would work together to try to get what you would need. And then you would just pay the percentage. Does that make sure. sense? Yeah, 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 of course. Of course. Okay. Awesome. So again, just one more time, the offer that Ray, the special offer that Rachel's given uh, our listeners and our distribution list is four headshots for 100 mm -hmm. and 20% off your first business content marketing shoot. Can you talk a little bit about the, the business content just so it's, the, we're a little clear on that? Yeah, sure. No, 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 that's fine. Um, so like I mentioned, we would work together mm -hmm. to discuss what you need for your marketing. So whether it's Im images for Instagram mm -hmm. or Facebook or your website, um, we'll okay. talk about what we would need specifically for you. Gotcha. So I could tell you it's going to for product image headshots and this much, but it doesn't make sense to right. me. That doesn't make sense. I need to know from you what you need for your business. Mm -hmm. So we would cater that to you mm -hmm. and uh, photograph for it. Okay. Cool. So if you have a, a new project coming up, a new website, you want to mm -hmm. improve your Instagram image, you want yeah. to um, start a, a campaign, right, where mm -hmm. you, you need some fresh images and you want to give it a, a really good professional look, uh, Rachel is here offering a, an awesome discount to work with her. So thank you so much for that. Um, yeah. Rachel, you know, what is unique about exposure? There's, you talk, I know you talk a lot about the, 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 the amount of photographers is, is many, right? I think just in our little local mastermind group, there's already, and we've been there, we have like 105 members and I think like six of them are photographers, right? So it's a pretty big percentage, right? Uh, you know, what is unique about your business and how you do business at Exposure by Rachel? Uh, we all bring our own life experiences, um, and I think that that really helps to push toward uh, the things that we're good at. So I may work with, or you know, I may know other photographers that do the same thing, but we all do different things. Mm -hmm. So I'm sorry. That's okay. No, keep. That's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I, I understand what you're saying totally. And I'll, you know, you can have a second collect. I. Uh, 
I, I'm in the fitness industry, right? I'm in the fitness industry and people can lump us together as much as they want, right? But we all have our different strengths, right? Yes. We all have our different strengths and finding the person who has the same values as you, mm -hmm. who makes you feel the way you want to feel, right? Is one thing that cannot be competed against because we're all unique mm -hmm. humans. We're all unique individuals. And when you provide a service, like you, you provide a product, but you also provide the service, the, the, the experience of working with you, right? You want to, mm -hmm. people want to feel a certain way when they're doing that to get the best out of themselves. And that is yeah. the same across all service industries. So that's something that I actually wanted to, to touch on because I think, you know, people who are listening to this podcast, they're not just consumers, but they're other small business owners. And yes. I hear this a ton in the service industry of, oh, there's so much competition in my space. Well, you know, you can be unique by finding the points of how you make people feel because not everybody can do that. That's uniquely you. Mm -hmm. Well, and I, I know I mentioned to you, there are so many of us, but there are more people that we can work with. Yeah, so I could not possibly photograph everybody in Pittsburgh. Right. I cannot work with every business that's on Etsy to help them improve their shop. I'd be happy to talk to you, but I can't do it all. Mm -hmm. So it's good that there are so many of us because we can't. Right, right. I love it. I love it. So um, tell us, how did you get into to making this your your career? I think photography for a lot of people is a hobby and, and a, mm -hmm. you know, a, um, a side hustle. You know, yeah. Um, but how did you? What's the story of Rachel? How did you get into this and and finally take the uh, the dive full time? So I, <laughs> I've always wanted to be an artist. When I grew up, like I, I didn't have something that I was really good at. I got a lot of things that I could do okay, like mm -hmm. I could do well, but it wasn't like I'm really good at this. Um, I went to school. I was going to be a math major. I was a psychology major. And these are life experiences, like I talked about. Like, right. we have things that we know that, like, don't make sense. Um, and then I actually, I transferred to the Art Institute for graphic design and was hoping to pursue a career in that. Um, but while I was working toward getting my degree, I also was working at Penny's in the lingerie department. And I met a girl that worked in the portrait studio there. And she said, come on back, you should apply. I was looking for a job that was going to be more creative than what I was doing and it just kind of worked out. I fell into photographing and worked with a lot of families and kids and oh my goodness, like thousands of families. Mm -hmm. I couldn't, yeah. Um, and then I ended up into their management at the, um, the company I was working with and it wasn't the plan. It just, that's just where we it's ended up. Sure. Um, my husband and I were trying to start a family and we were having trouble getting pregnant. It took us three and a half years to conceive, but we did finally have our kids. We have two um, beautiful children, but in order for me to find a less stressful environment to work in, I left the portrait studios that I was working in and worked for a bank and a credit union. Mm -hmm. And like I said, it was less stressful, but it, it was, I mean, I can do it. My heart wasn't always there, but I could do it. I wanted to be home with the kids. And after my son was born, I was able to.
come on. We're back. <laughs> yeah, I'm back. I felt how much okay. did it catch? That's okay. So um, probably a lot less than you think. Uh, the, oh, um, no. That's okay. I, like, um, I looked at you, once, I was, like, I, The last thing that I got was once your son was, once my son was born. Okay. 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 So, so hold on. Ready? Three, yeah, two, one. So once my son was born, um, to be able to give flexibility um, for childcare, I left the job at the credit union and I started photographing full time. It was always a, like, if I could do this, I would. And then it became a, I have to be able to do this. So, right. Yeah. yeah. So that's funny. The, I remember also starting my business and I was, I was 24 when I started my business and I had my first kid when I was 27. And, um, my, my mentor at the time said, you know, it's, you know, it's scary, but it's the best, having a kid is the best rocket fuel for your business. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, and you want to do it before they get there because, uh, it's a lot of sleepless nights later. So, you know, oh, it's, it's definitely the best thing. And, and for anybody out there who wants to dive full-time into their side hustle or their passion, um, just have a kid, I guess is the moral of the story. No, don't, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> um, anyway, so I, something that, that we talked about uh, before we started the episode was uh, I, the, biggest, the biggest challenge in your business. And I totally agree with this. And I just wanted to, to vent and also talk to it because of other small business owners, the legal side of, of owning the business. Um, <laughs> it shouldn't be so hard. It shouldn't. If we all have to do it, if we all have to pay taxes, we all have to do all of these things, it should not be that difficult. It shouldn't. Um, mm -mm. Any state website... Yes. Uh, is the worst and <laughs> no matter how how much they try to make it better it's awful now mm -hmm. I understand there's a lot of people but you're the freaking government get it together right <laughs> get yeah. it, or just give me a list of all the things that I need right. to send you every every you know, year right <laughs> I um it is it is really difficult I did make a phone call they had a phone number listed on their website mm -hmm. and they were able to send me an email with all the things they needed now <laughs> Why was that so hard to get to? Why couldn't that have just been like, I, here's, this is what I do. This I've had my business for 10 years and I still didn't know that existed. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, the things that you learn when you, when you dive into your side hustle full time as well, uh, be ready for that. Be ready for that. <laughs> so, right. Um, Rachel, last thing I wanted to touch on today was um, just so much of what you stand for is helping people see their, the beautiful person that you see through the lens, mm -hmm. right? Can you just talk about that? So I'm a short person. I'm going to say that right now. And often I will use ladders. Um, <laughs> but when I look at somebody, like I don't, people are beautiful, you know, and, and I really want to show them when I work with them with the camera, I have them turn and we get comfortable. Like I'm going to have conversation with you. I will mimic the way that you are acting and it's harder to explain it than it is to just do it. But like, for example, if I'm working with a senior that's uncomfortable because who isn't uncomfortable in their skin at 17 years old, 18 years old. Um, I typically fall over myself, not on purpose, 
but like I just I start getting um clumsy and awkward and I will mimic their behavior and end up falling into more of you know just being comfortable with each other Mm -hmm. um and just by getting them comfortable they're more apt to look comfortable in the camera when I'm photographing um so that's one of the things that I do intentionally or not um is to mimic their behavior but like I said people are beautiful and we all need to celebrate who that is and who we are and that's my goal when I work with somebody I want them to feel comfortable in front of the camera so yeah, yeah. I, I have had a lot of people that are um nervous mm-hmm. and like I'll, I'll meet up with them um we I photograph at the Highline a lot because it's easy and there's a lot of really cool stuff in a very small space mm-hmm. um and I've met several clients there and once we get past the whole parking thing and meeting up in the same location and we just start talking we just we'll have a conversation and we'll just you know get on the same level so that we know what we want to accomplish and then by the time we're done, this was just a fun experience. Photographing should not be stiff and uncomfortable. We should be able to just have fun and be who we are. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, so much of this podcast is is taking lessons from different lenses of of, of experience from different mm-hmm. um, from different markets, from different um, people with different skills and different backgrounds, and. Two things that stuck out to me about what you just said are that, you know, people, if you own a business, I think your first job is to create comfort and trust with people because people are generally um, less confident than we give them credit for and more uncomfortable than we believe. Um, You do this every day. They don't. Right. And, um, and also, you know, so that's, that's your number one thing is to make that person feel special, supported trusted in your, in your, in my world, feel beautiful. Right. And to, to allow yourself, it it goes back to separating from competition, right? It goes back to separating from, um, from each other is that you can be unique. I don't care if you are a real estate agent, a photographer, a a contractor, right? These things where there's many, 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 many people, right? The way you make people feel upon your first interaction with them is what separates you. And I think just the way that you said that was beautiful. So thank you so much for that. Um, Rachel, is there anything else you wanted to to tell the the listeners while we're here? (laughs) I don't know. You know what? I'm really, I'm just really excited to have been asked to do this and I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I know you have COVID right now and I hope you heal up soon and I hope you come into the next, to the next meetup. We're going to have a good time tonight. Um, but so, you know, uh, this podcast is the best of Pittsburgh business podcasts. Our little, uh, local mastermind, um, group is called the Pittsburgh business advantage. If you're a small business owner listening to this podcast, you can join us, check it out on Facebook, the Pittsburgh business advantage. Um, we do have quarterly mastermind meetups where we go in and and exchange ideas and fix each other's problems and get to network with other business owners, which is fantastic. Again, we were here talking today with Rachel Waddell of exposure by Rachel photography. Uh, you can contact her at exposure by Rachel at gmail.com. That's an exposure with 
with an E, um, as well as her. You can check out her awesome work at Exposure by Rachel on Instagram. And one more time, the special that she's providing the listeners is four headshots for $100 and 20% off your first business content marketing shoot. So if you're creating a new social media or want to up your social media game, you have a new website coming out, you want to start a a rebrand, you want to uh, launch a new campaign, Rachel is there for your small business to help you uh, bring out the beauty in yourself, your product, your service, and your clients. Rachel, thank you so much for coming on the Best of Pittsburgh Business Podcast, um, and I'll be catching up with you real soon. Thanks so much. Okay, sounds good. Thanks, All right, thanks.